0: welcome everyone to episode 11 right we're episode 11 already already Already.
1: i can't believe it it doesn't feel like that many
0: no but it's uh next month next week it'll be and the next episode will be four months three months three three months right 12 yeah Kind of. Anyway, (laughs) welcome to episode 11. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. And we have kind of a hodgepodge episode. I was just in Vegas, so I'm going to do kind of a trip report. Without
1: me while I was at work again.
0: (laughs) I'm going to do kind of a trip report on that. We're going to talk about some of the things I did, some of the things that um, I maybe foresee from Vegas coming to Orlando, uh, just because we're such a similar city. And then uh towards the end you'll wanna to stick around for uh our kind of a review of Four Rivers Smokehouse, which is a barbecue place here in uh central Florida. There's a few of them. It's kind of like a local Orlando chain. classic. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And then uh we also are gonna talk about our first giveaway. Uh we're gonna um facilitate that on Instagram. So it's important that you're listening. Um, so you can get the deets exactly. on how to
1: score this sweet deal.
0: Yep. And so we'll reveal the prize in this episode as well as tell you what you need to do to hopefully win it. So let's get started. So I was in Vegas in July, July 20th, July 20th, the 23rd. So it was hot. But you know what it was interesting was it was like humid. I sent you video. Of, like, storm. Didn't I send you videos of storm Well, you sent it?
1: me, a, like, a little screenshot of your phone where it said, like, a, a storm or a flood warning and then, like, a, uh, what do you call it? A dust storm warning.
0: Yeah. Like, this on the
1: alert. You know when you get, like, mm-hmm. alerts on yeah, your phone exactly for weather?
0: It, that's exactly what it did. It, it kind of alerted me to what the weather was going to be like in the near future. And there was, it was definitely felt a little humid as well, which is not normal for Vegas. I spoke with a bartender, and he was like, yeah, it's been a little bit kind of weird, uh, in the weather, the last few weeks there in July. So uh, it was hot.
1: Did you do course. the pool thing?
0: I did it briefly.
1: Because, you know, w- when we went in January for my birthday, that was my first base experience. And it was like way too cold to do the pool thing. So
0: Yeah, in January, it's far too cold um, because it's the desert. It does get cold in the winter. It's just too cold to do the pool in January. But... Um, I think the pool weather was better when I went last year in June. I think that that was more optimal uh for pool weather, um, but I did hang by the pool a little bit, but I think this trip really was focused on eating. I was honestly. gonna
1: say it seems like all you did was eat, eat, eat
0: because Vegas has so many good restaurants and they have lots of like celebrity chefs there you're lucky
1: that you're a good eater. Yeah. Like when I go to Vegas, I don't even want to eat anything really. Well, I don't like all those fancy, like all the pictures you were posting, I couldn't even tell you what half of that food was. It would look like a smear of some weird thing. It's like uh, painting a picture on the dish, like a smear of some kind of sauce with everything all like, like lined up and another sauce like dotted in a line.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's it was a foodie. Very artistic. It, it was a foodie uh trip to Vegas, that's for sure cuz I did go solo this time. And um but I I enjoyed I enjoyed going and just kind of relaxing. I stayed the first night at the Delano Hotel, which is attached to the Mandalay Resort. I wasn't a fan of their pool because they have th- their pool, I think, is somewhat a little bit famous because it's a wave pool. Like, the m- big pool there is a wave pool. But... I think
1: I saw that when we were watching the YouTube video. But a couple
0: months to ago. get in there, it's like a theme park. And you actually have you to... Have to l- pay? You don't have to pay, but you have to, like, go through turnstiles and show your... Um, ID. Your, your uh, room card. card. Which... It's uh, it's a little bit... It's pretty intense. But I guess they're keeping out they're the people. to keep people. out the riffraff. Yeah, but... <clears throat> Anyway, I just wasn't very impressed it's it felt more like an amusement park, and I didn't really want to have that experience because we have them here and was there a lot
1: of children there
0: I think there was more children. I think overall this trip to Vegas that there was more children just because it's right in the end of July everyone yeah. there's no reason for anyone to be in school still basically
1: seems like a strange place to take a family i wouldn't
0: though. i would not I
1: would not either i I feel like it's just for business people conferences singles young, young people i
0: definitely would not say that yeah what would you do should, with your children there other well i guess you pool? could take them to shows like you could take them to the like the michael jackson experience the michael jackson circus show whatever but you know i don't want to i don't want to take my children there but uh I, I never been on that side of the strip before that kind of the more North side. And it's definitely a little bit more seedy. Like that's where like the Excalibur hotel is and the New York, New York. And even, uh, MGM grand, I didn't think was that nice. I walked through there just to check it out. And I did have dinner there. I had dinner at, um, Hakassan, which Hakasan is, uh, an international chain of, uh, Asian fusion restaurants. It's not the one that's on the screen right now.
1: <laughs> I'm just looking at the name. there, are the Momofuku group.
0: <laughs> Momofoku. <laughs> anyway, Hakasan was good. I had the black pepper steak with Merlot. It was so good. Oh, my gosh. In so fact, Mer- I think you would have liked
1: was it. Was the steak marinated in uh-huh. wine or was it wine paired with your steak?
0: No, it was marinated in the wine the merlot that might be good you would have liked it it was just the meat was like melt in your mouth it was freaking expensive but it was good um and then the rice was so simple but so good i i had to refrain from eating the rice why well i did the best that i could to not eat the whole bowl (laughs) because it was a huge bowl but it was very good. I definitely I recommend going to check them out. I would say that I do prefer Tao, which is you haven't been to Tao yet. We didn't get to go, but I wasn't. I, I went to Tao last year and Tao with the Venetian, which I would say they're probably very similar to each other. I w- would prefer Tao just for the environment. And then that uh, the drink that I had that night was really good, which I'm trying to f- find it. It was called the. Um, the haka, and he had a leachy berry. Lychee berry. I saw that on it, and it, the flavor was so good. You would have liked the flavor, I think, too. Sweet. Sweet, yeah. You can. I could start feeling the alcohol, but I couldn't like taste it too much. I like that. And the staff there was pretty friendly. I will have to say, but it wasn't that. It really wasn't that busy. But they have a club attached to it, and I could have got. I could have gotten in the club. Uh, complimentary because i spent 50 mo- uh, more than <laughs> you 50 dollars yeah i spent more than 50 dollars so with more than 50 dollars spent at the restaurant you get into the club complimentary but i didn't have pants uh, i had shorts i was wearing shorts and the clubs in Vegas generally don't let you in with shorts so Aww. i was tired at that point because it was my first night there and That's i had been bedtime? i had been up like probably like nearly 24 four seven. that first day is hours. a rough day yeah you had to pace yourself. I did pace myself, you know. I I, I did relax and and stuff. So, um, I just want to mention. I'm gonna. I'm going through my Instagram story to, to like tell you about these places that I that you might have saw on my Instagram story. Um, Park MGM, which used to be the Monte Carlo, they've renovated it from the Monte Carlo to uh, Park MGM.
1: That to me looks very um, like the boardwalk at Disney. It's
0: not. The interior is not Vegasy at all. It's very like country. Ro- it's relaxed and yeah, this is almost like an English country. It's almost like English country plus French feel a little yeah. bit. This is inside of a restaurant. Uh, it's beautiful, and the lobby is beautiful. And they in this lobby have kiosks t- uh, for you to check in for self check in, which That's is nice. interesting. Uh, so you just have a few tenants around and they're helping the people oh, wait, check so in. so
1: everything is self-check-in. There's Correct. No. Um. Correct.
0: So who knows if that's going to work out for them because let me tell you, in Vegas, if you are checking in, especially around the weekend, if you're checking in any time after 11 or 12, the line is freaking long. Yeah. We didn't experience... Oops. we I hit the microphone. We didn't experience that ourselves when we were there in January because I, with the way that I have done Vegas uh, the three times that I've been is we land early yeah, and we go straight in. Like
1: 8.30 a.m. So
0: we don't have any lines to check in. Because so
1: people aren't even out of bed
0: yet. But when the people from California arrive from their, you know, three or four hour drive and everyone's descended on Vegas for the weekend, the lines at check-in get crazy long.
1: I wonder so. if they offer any kind of, you know, like Disney allows you to check in pro- on your phone. So Yeah, they might. But that's because they have the magic bands, and that that serves. And as eventually, keys, so. eventually,
0: we'll, our phones. I'm guessing will serve as the yeah. key eventually. So the whole experience will be easier. But the Delno was good. The room was nice. It was like an actual suite. So you walked into a living area, and then uh, there was a separate bedroom, which was nice. And the rate was really good too.
1: It was a big room.
0: Yeah, it's a big Looking room. Looking
1: at your IG story.
0: For sure. Okay, and then the first night, uh, and then I moved from the Delano to the Venetian, and the Saturday night would have been I went to Black Tap, and Black Tap is like a hamburger place I believe it's f- comes from New York, and I got the uh, elderflower froze. That
1: looks good. It looks very colorful. It was it's a, a deep uh, red.
0: It's a very deep red. It's like a slushy, and it was strong. And I could feel it. And if I had a second one.
1: Alcohol in there?
0: Yes. Because of rosé. Like that's frosé, rosé. They're Mm. doing the play on words there.
1: Basic.
0: Basic, but very good. And the view that I had was, um, you know, in front of the Venetian. The front of it where they have the water and the boat rides. Not inside, but outside. They also have the gondola rides. The view was of the outside. So you saw the strip. You could see... um, the Mirage in the background and the fire going off at the Mirage. So if you are going to Black Tap and the weather is decent, go and eat outside because you have a view of the nice strip. View. Yeah, it's it's very nice.
1: You never told me, did you go back to that room where they change out the flowers? Uh, so to the Bellagio? To January, it was for... Th- it was decorated for the Chinese New Year. Yeah.
0: Uh, I went to the Bellagio to their, I think they call it something about the conservatory. You know, they change out the arrangements uh, seasonally. It was their summer display, and I really didn't care. I took a few pictures, but I didn't really care for it. I didn't care for the color combinations. Oh yeah. It was all right. but. And then I had, at Black Tap, I had the Truffle Burger, which was so good.
1: I don't know, man. What? when i'm with like with in a restaurant where they're serving anything truffle related it just smells so bad and then when somebody eats it it's almost as if the truffles like come out of their pores for like 24 mm. hours like you just i just keep smelling it and it's like ugh it was so good they say there the truffles go. are expensive to cook with if
0: you buy them okay so i was at where was i oh, okay so the next morning which we'll get to I'll just save that story. I'll save the truffle story for, for <laughs> that. So after the hamburger, there was, their black tap is also known for their, um, what do they call these shakes? Uh, experience shakes, like extreme shakes. Like with the 10 like, pounds of candy. Yeah, piled up. Th- three
1: extra desserts on the top.
0: <laughs> so this is the, cho- I think this is the chocolate chip cookie one. And so part of this effect is they like put icing around the rim and they put, they roll the icing through, uh, cookie crumbles and they build it up from there and it's huge and massive and it tasted better than any of the ones I've had before like the one over at uh, Tootham and Universal City Walk theirs are horrible
1: I've never had one
0: Yeah, I don't know don't I
1: want to have one but you know my new lifestyle I just look at that and I think that's like 10 dessert choices for the whole month I know I shouldn't blow it on just one there was like milkshake. F- there was
0: like four or five cookies on there. Like and buried inside as well. It's and too it was much. massive. Much. It was massive. It's
1: just for looks and for pictures. Yeah.
0: And they have a whole bar dedicated inside of Black Tap. The bar there is a bar area in the middle of the restaurant that's dedicated just to making these uh milkshakes. It's it's their gimmick. But <laughs> That's a new thing, I think. It's good. Yeah. It was good so the next morning at venetian i ate the bouchon bouchon
1: bouchon that sounds like a dog
0: bichon bichon but this is bouchon um it is uh i forget what level of the venetian it's on but it's kind of tucked away at the venetian and it's a french it's a french um cafe type place and it was really good and this is the place where they asked if I wanted, she described the truffle that they brought the truffle in from somewhere, (laughs) maybe France, who knows where they brought the truffle in from. And she said, for $22, you get like something, something amount of truffles shaved on top of whatever you want. And I was like.
1: $22 for a topping? Correct. Because truffles
0: are expensive. And I said, no, thank you.
1: I'm shocked. I thought you were going to say, and I said, oh, yeah.
0: dollars That's like was double the price <laughs> of the meal that I was getting. So it would take it from what the, uh, uh, the uh, what did I get?
1: You got a truffle burger.
0: The No, no. We're talking about the next morning. Oh, okay. Uh, the Benedict that I got with, mm. would have been gone from 23 to uh, 45.
1: And I don't think every dish is meant to be, like, truffle – oil or truffles isn't I don't know it's a specific taste you can't really pair it with everything I couldn't I wouldn't think I wouldn't think that it's like salt where you would just (laughs) sprinkle it on anything and it tastes good
0: but anyway it was very good bouchon Bouchon. I would definitely go back to bouchon and I was sitting like right outside next to a fountain and it was you know a romantic breakfast for one (laughs)
1: <laughs> for one it was table one,
0: okay, and then later that day, I went to Key Australia, which is
1: yes, I'm so sad I wasn't there. It for was this.
0: like travelling to Mecca for me because I've been such a fan for probably like about a year almost now of we Key Australia, have. and Key Australia is a our a favorite sunglass brand sunglass brand that started in Australia and now is. Kind of making its place in the U.S. And uh, it's growing, I think, pretty steadily and pretty well. Yeah. And basically, key is... People ask me, like, oh, why do you like key so much? Well, I like key because I think that they're quality and frames. And they're affordable. And they're affordable. And, and they're stylish. They're, yeah. All of those things. I've never had a key knock on wood. I've never had a key, like, break in a crazy way. Um that it hasn't been my fault. In fact, I don't think I've, I've just had gotten scratches on them, but that's my own fault.
1: I feel like you've had Marc Jacobs and, and other like high end designer glasses that got messed up. Correct. Quicker than these ones.
0: I would say, I would say that. Yes. But, uh, so anyway, it was great. It's not a huge store, but it is in the magnificent mile uh, shopping mall, which is attached to planet Hollywood. It's not my most favorite mall. um, But I buckled up and went in, (laughs) to uh, go grab uh, or go look at key. So I bought Stephanie a pair of keys and I bought myself a pair of keys.
1: I wish I could have gone because the the good thing about like, I love the glasses, but when you can only order them online, it's like I like to try them on because not everything looks good on my face. I
0: believe that um, there's that place at Disney Springs that sells them. Uh, Edward Beaner. Edward Beaner, But like you said, you were there earlier and they didn't have a big selection. There was limited selection. In the past, they've had more selection there. There's of also keys.
1: another store, I should have looked this up, but it's in, um, across from where the the Kate Spade and the Vera Bradley is, Okay, it's in that little strip, it's a women's clothing store and they have one small display. Free people? No, it's some no name store. Mm. And they have okay. kind of like... Um, That's
0: right, I think we've been in there to look at their keys. But Bloomingdale sells keys as well. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Bloomingdale sells keys, so when you're near Blooming uh, Bloomingdale's, you can go check out their keys. And there's, I think there's some other places that sell key, but uh, this is one of the things where I'm like, Orlando, we need Orlando to have one. We've 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 messaged shouted
1: out to the uh, founder, the founder, and she, Linda, has actually she's liked some of both of our posts. Yeah, she's liked some of our key uh, posts. commented,
0: Yeah. She uh she and her family they travel back and forth a lot between Australia and Los Angeles. They're always jet setting somewhere. But she's
1: Honestly, I don't think it would be very far that Orlando would be the next market. I hope this. so.
0: I think Orlando is a good market, um especially you know, maybe New York and then Orlando, something like that.
1: I would I think they need to do Orlando first because we more wear more sunglasses here than New York.
0: But uh, a lot of the celebrities wear key uh Jennifer Lopez wears Key all the time. And um it's just a nice accessible brand that has good style and
1: and each one of the frames has like a really cute little like name. Yeah,
0: they do a good job naming their frames. Like
1: funny like fun names. Yeah. I think the one that you bought me is called I can't even or something <laughs> like something like that.
0: But anyway, highly recommend. It was fun to go and see. Um I'll be posting pictures this week of the Key store. Um to our instagram so you can kind of see so i right after key uh, visiting the key store i went over across the street to the cosmopolitan and um if you've watched chef's table you might have seen i think that david who is the chef at momofuku i think he was on chef's table on netflix I believe he's been on several shows, so I kind of get them all mixed up. But I went to Momofuku, which is like an Asian fusion restaurant. Um, I had the um, pork ramen. It was so good, very good. But the thing that I have to say about Momofuku, which I don't know if I told you this, their service was so friendly. I called the manager at the end, and I was like, I went up as I was leaving. I was like, you know what? I'm going to mention to the, I want to talk to the manager.
1: It must've been outstanding then because
0: it was for you really, to think that. it was really outstanding. Like the whole time in Vegas, that is what stood out to me is the staff at Momofuku Las Vegas. Shout out to them. Cause they are so friendly. Uh, my bartender was friendly. The other bartender that was working with him. That's another thing about traveling solo. And even if you're traveling a couple, just freaking sit at the bar. Yeah because if there's a line a lot of times you don't have to wait so that's a pro tip if if you are not sitting at because the, a lot of my life i never sat at the bar but uh if it's just two people sit at the sit at the bar
1: and then you can a lot of times like every time i sit at the bar I end up having nice conversation with the bartender yeah exactly they can tell you about like you know the area if you're traveling
0: so on the way out i did ask for the uh manager and she came right over and she was a sweetheart we had a little conversation and it was just it was a great experience cuz i told her i said you know with your name and your reputation you you know you don't necessarily have to stand on great customer service i guess you do you yeah. I mean you you really do but they were above and beyond um just being every single person i passed was like smiling and it yeah, just very That's nice. good though.
1: Because I feel like especially like some places here in Orlando or any anywhere like that, they don't really they just rely on a name and and a one-time visitor. Right. It's like, oh, people are just going to come here once, so I don't really need them to come back or I don't need their business. So, they can slack on a, different areas of, like of customer service. Right.
0: Well, I'll definitely go back to Momofuku. I had a great experience. You might even find something on their menu that you like. 'Cause it is Asian fusion, so they got a bunch of stuff on the menu. And then right next door to Momofuku is um milk uh milk bar. Um what do they call it?
1: I don't know why yeah, we didn't bar. go here when I when we went. I saw it. Right. And I looked at the menu and I walked up to the counter, but I never I don't know why I didn't mind.
0: Okay, so Christina is the founder and she um was a part or is a part of the momofuku family that's why they sit right next to each other so she originally came on to um help david and with momofuku and i forget the whole story which you guys can go back and uh, read or watch and then eventually she got her own place out of it uh, which is milk and milk is uh her take on a lot of popular pastries but sometimes done a different way uh, as well as soft serve and they had drinks uh like coffee drinks and stuff uh there as well i ate there at on the spot i had the um cereal milk soft serve so basically it's soft serve that tastes like cereal milk you know after you eat the sweet Mm -hmm. cereal the milk that's left over yeah and then that had a kind of a salty um cornflake mixture packed uh, around it for a topping which was good i enjoyed it. it was probably a little bit too much for me in terms of the size of the portion but i did eat it all <laughs> and then i took with me the crack pie she's very famous for her crack pie um which pretty simple ingredients but the way it comes together and the way it tastes it is pretty good you might have liked the crack pie and then i ordered somebody recommended to me I think the bartender at Momofuku recommended the corn cookie. And it was basically like corn and a cookie. Like Uh,
1: corn on the cob corn corn. or like
0: cornmeal? No, corn on the cob corn. Mm. It was okay. I want to try some of her other cookies. But the crack pie was great and so was the cereal milk soft serve. And this trip, um, I did see the Mirage... um, volcano go off which that was cool
1: we didn't see that
0: i don't know if we did or not i don't think i did (laughs) and then in the background while the um while the volcano was erupting the Mirage, the way that I was positioned is that you could see in the very background the, the fountains. Bellagio fountains going off. So you could see them both going off at the same so time. Like
1: all of Vegas in one picture.
0: And it's, it's a great shot. I'll have to post it this week on our IG, but it's a, it's a great kind of iconic shot. This is my favorite part of the strip, the north side of the strip, closer to like Caesars, Bellagio, um, Venetian. I even walked through the Mirage this time, and I think that I might consider staying at the mirage like if if one night is too expensive expensive than the venetian and i need something a little bit more affordable i might consider staying at the mirage it kind of the mirage kind of has like a a polynesian-ish feel i think it's
1: fun to try them all you know like when we went we stayed at two different places as well
0: but venetian's my favorite The fun of it venetian and the palazzo yeah venetian and palazzo are just my favorite absolutely 100 percent another place that i went to that i'll mention before we kind of change subjects and move on is i went to giada's pronto which is it now caesar's palace it's a brand new um like kind of like quick service type place giada
1: that's what it means quick
0: exactly and pronto you know who giada is she's the food okay so she's a food network chef And she has a restaurant at the Cromwell on the Vegas Strip, which I've never been there. But uh, this new venture is basically a quick service, and the idea is supposedly that she wants to build this out into a chain of Prontos. So this is one uh, place that I could see definitely us getting somewhere, whether it be City Walk City or Walk. it be uh, Disney Springs getting a Pronto. And it was really good. I had um, grilled salmon and then this like pesto pasta, mm. and then there was potatoes. It was sixteen dollars for that's, that. That's really good. But that's yeah, a good price some people some people might say, "Oh, sixteen dollars." But no, it was a good portion of salmon, a good portion of pasta, and a good portion of potatoes. By the time I was done with that, I was full, and uh, I I definitely recommend. It, it was tasty. The only thing that was expensive was she had, like, Italian sodas there. And it was $6 for a freaking soda bottle. Were they in glass bottles? Glass bottles, yeah. yeah. Six bucks. I mean, and that's that a no refills. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a cup of ice <laughs> to make it last longer. But I definitely recommend Pronto. I hope that we get a Pronto here. I think it's a great option. I think, though, that Disney Springs is kind of Italian heavy right now. Yeah. Because we just got the Enzo's. uh Hideaway hideaway. and then there's that is it Maria and Enzo's the larger one and then attached to Maria Enzo's is that pizza so and then we have Blaze which is not really Italian it's just pizza but we are kind of Italian heavy at Disney Springs right now I couldn't see it there but I could definitely see it popping up somewhere around here uh it was a great great experience very tasty and honestly the prices were, were were just right so
1: Well, I saw in your story that you posted that you had this 80-course meal. um, Oh, yeah. Thanks to a credit that you got from this app. What happened?
0: So my last – well, let's start kind of first at the check-in at Venetian. So on Saturday, I checked into the Venetian. Uh, I was there, of course, kind of early in the morning. I was ready to get over to the Venetian and Palazzo. So I went over there around 930. Uh, My room wasn't ready yet um but she upgraded me to a room with a strip view which was nice and then she also gonna say she
1: upgraded you to a room with a stripper And I was gonna be like I didn't get that on my birthday trip
0: (laughs) and then uh she also offered without me asking she offered me a late checkout on Monday and since my flight on Monday home was so late at night of course I wanted that late checkout to just have time in the room as long as possible so my plan was on monday was to get a spa day pass at canyon ranch which is an awesome spa Beautiful. at palazzo they have huge lounge in the men's locker room like beds and to they to with basically in. beds you can there's little cubbies where you could go and sleep i'm guessing it's the same in the females yeah. as in the the men's locker room but it's like a full-on like you could sleep like i was thinking if you like were a partier you could party all night and then when you're done partying, you can just go check into that spa for the day and sleep, sleep. and then party again.
1: Oh, my gosh. That would be like. And that is, that is a pro tip. That's a pro tip. If you live that life.
0: Yeah. If you, you are a partier. You be
1: up all night long. And
0: you want to avoid the hotel room because these <laughs> some of these spas. Okay. So I went to the spa at Mandalay. They opened at 6 a.m early that's so early so if you and that get means there you'll
1: be all probably mostly by yourself honestly right
0: and you there was places there was lounges where you could sleep not as nice as canyon ranch but i mean that's that's a way to do vegas if you can stay up all night and party which that's not my
1: life that's not our life
0: anymore Not my life
1: i don't know that, that was ever our life but there are people yeah, that's that's their line. Just do
0: that because that's like uh, half it? the price 40 of the room. Fifty Maybe. bucks, right? Yeah, for Canyon Ranch it's fifty something, and I don't know if that's because we have the Grazi card, or if and the Grazi cards is their reward card, or if it's because we we're I was staying at the hotel. I am not sure which one, but whatever. And then Mandalay Bay is, I think, like there's thirty bucks for anyone, so you could have like a cheap <laughs> way to get by paying for a hotel room.
1: And you get a shower.
0: You get everything. You can
1: take a shower and you take you can a nap. You, you can shave.
0: You do whatever you want.
1: <laughs> That's a good If you idea. just took, well,
0: the only thing is taking a backpack. Like That's savage, man.
1: That's a savage idea. I love it. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. Just so now. anyway,
0: Monday I wake up. I decide, okay, I'm gonna go check into the spa uh, that morning, and then after checking the spa and using it for a little while, I went up to the casino floor because I gamble each time. I'm not a big gambler, but I gamble each time just so uh, that on my grati card, that the Venetian and the Palazzo uh, see have some that, activity. Uh, see that I have some activity. So hopefully they'll send me some room deals for future when are you use.
1: Your high roller status. I don't know.
0: Not, We've been waiting not soon enough for the email. Anyway, so I did all that. Then I come back to the room. It's about like eleven fifteen in the morning. And I come back into the room. The room's turned over, so it's all ready for the next guest. And my bags are gone.
1: The hell!
0: And I haven't told Steph this story. Yet, BK right?
1: don't play. <laughs> so
0: lay your hands having, on my shit. Having been in the hospitality industry, working for Disney uh, at uh, Disney resorts and just hospitality in general, you do not touch a guest bag until you absolutely have to. And at 1115 in the morning, you do not absolutely have to since the checkout is at 11.
1: That's normal checkout, right?
0: Correct. That's normal checkout. And I had a a 1 PM checkout anyway, which is what was told to me. So I'm obviously irked at that point. And so I called down to the front desk. Of course, I'm always nice because... So when
1: uh, you went in, your key still worked?
0: My key still worked. The little checkpoint before I got in the elevator worked. And then uh, when I got to my room, the key still worked. Everything worked. The room was, but the room was dark and it all turned over for the next guest. So I called down to the front desk. <clears throat> They're very apologetic. They say, well, you know, we can't explain what happened, but we have located your items. They were sent to Lost and Found. And the person at the front desk, she said, I'm having somebody uh, come up with your bags right now. Great. Fine. And then she said, without me asking, she said, I'm going to transfer you over to a front desk manager because this situation is
1: needs to be rectified.
0: (laughs) Crazy. So I get on the phone with the um, manager at the Venetian and she was she was nice. Uh, she said, I can't explain what happened. This is some kind of training error and uh, you know, I'm going to have to get with housekeeping, whatever. I'm so, so sorry. Our policy is that we would have called you and attempted to reach you before we even attempt to move your bag. And it would have been when it shouldn't have been until later in the afternoon. when yeah. We would even consider that. So I uh, said, okay, you know, that's fine. I just can't really believe it. It's kind of crazy. And um, she said, well, you know, have you had breakfast already? And I said yes. I've, I've had breakfast. And she said, Well, uh, how long are you here? I said, Well, I, I my flight doesn't leave till ten. And she's like, Well, let me put a hundred and fifty dollar credit on your room, uh, for the inconvenience, so that you can treat yourself to, uh, lunch or whatever. And That's she, a big credit for lunch. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you use
1: that to pay for your spa too?
0: No, I, I think I could have finagled it, but I didn't. So. And then she uh, offered the late checkout of 6 p.m. So my I stayed in that room and she just checked That's me. That's like a whole extra day. She checked me back in and then I uh, needed to check out by 6 p.m.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So the guest that recovery. That was a
1: mistake worth getting.
0: Yeah. Because it didn't really inconvenience me that much. I would have been really pissed and they would have been compensating way more if they couldn't have found my items. They're going to pay. But they found them everything was rectified within 30 minutes and I didn't even have to ask for anything. They just gave it. Good. So $150, I was like, Hmm, I can make $150 <laughs> go pretty far. So you
1: could have gambled with that as well.
0: No, oh, it really, I think was only for food. Like I couldn't have gone to uh Versace and bought a wallet. I don't think, I don't think it would have worked out. I should have tried that. Yeah. I should have tried.
1: But I buy. was thinking all those gift shops and the.
0: I should have tried to buy merch, but I think if <laughs> I remember properly, like, eh, at Disney.
1: She said credit your account. I mean, Yeah, but she's
0: talked only specifically about food. But I think that it, the Probably same. Probably because
1: she was trying to keep your mind towards oh
0: food. Gosh. Well, anyway, whatever. It was a good experience to have the food. So I went to Sushi Samba, um, which is a sushi slash Brazilian fusion restaurant. And it was really good. I had the uh, this, this specialty like sashimi. In different sauces, it was really good. And then I had a hand roll that was so good it didn't have rice, it had quinoa. And oh. it was so good.
1: I've never seen that before. Me neither. And is it that was the so Brazilian good. half of the dish?
0: Uh no, uh because Brazilians just do regular sushi.
1: But you said it's fusion, so I'm I'm guessing like if you're gonna fuse Brazilian with an Asian. Well they dish.
0: had uh churrasco which is Brazilian barbecue, they had that on the menu. So I'm sure they had some Brazilian flavors in there, but I wouldn't say anything. Mine stood out to me as, oh, this is so Brazilian. It was cool, though. It was a nice, fun restaurant. And then so I had that for lunch. And then for dinner, I had um, Once, which is a Peruvian um, ceviche restaurant, which is relatively new. It opened in March, so it opened shortly after we had been there in january and it was good i had like three courses there (laughs) i like literally did the calculations exactly with tip included to get me to 150 nice so that was that was awesome that the last day basically was free was free in terms of food so it was pretty cool yeah and i had cocktails at each for lunch and then a wine at dinner
1: man you made that 150 stretch
0: i made it stretch I was completely satisfied. So let's talk about this giveaway.
1: We're going to do our first giveaway.
0: In honor of my first visit to Key Australia, we're going to give away a pair of Key Australia sunglasses. What frame are they?
1: Needing fame with a $55 value.
0: Yes. So uh, these are a nice kind of, I would say, classic pair of sunglasses. Mm, I think the gold kind of makes it a little bit more feminine but anyone should be trying to grab these whether it be for yourself or for a loved one but this is our first giveaway so we're really excited to be doing this so stephanie tell them what they have to do
1: we're gonna post uh we're gonna do an instagram post of a a photo of the glasses so you can see and what we want you to do is we want you to comment on the on the post with your favorite episode and why it's your favorite and then after you make that comment go ahead and tag three friends and then we also need you to be following us us following us following us on instagram and subscribed to the podcast and then we're going to this is going to close on the 13th of august and we're going to announce our winner on the 19th the episode that we release on the 19th
0: yeah so go for it um tell your friends um tell tell us what episode like uh, stephanie said is your favorite why it's your favorite and then tag some friends um uh, hopefully they're friends that don't know about us because we want to spread the word about orlando out of context
1: and spread the word about keys because they're just so cute yeah this is a great
0: opportunity like to kind of be introduced to the brand uh and a great way to try out a pair uh we are going to only uh do this for u.s residents so i mean you can be from a different country but you have to have a address for us to ship the item to uh, in the continental u.s okay so those are kind of the terms and conditions i hope you guys enjoy good luck
1: and then you also you know we can all shout outs to the key Australia and, and tell them how much we would love to have a store here in Orlando. Yes, for
0: sure. Definitely. So the last bit we're going to talk about is Stephanie and I and Devi, our friend Debbie, uh, we, we had some
1: fellowship.
0: We had some fellowship a while, a while ago before you went to Vegas. And, uh, it was at four rivers Smokehouse, which it was my first experience in the restaurant Mine too. Yeah. I, I think Devi had been there. Yeah, I got the uh, brisket, which the brisket was like butter, butter. Oh my gosh, it was like just melt in your mouth. Uh, the macaro- macaroni and cheese was good.
1: I didn't try that, did I? I wish I would have taken a bite of that.
0: Yeah, it was good. And then what was the
1: other side that I got?
0: Oh, I got the bread pudding.
1: Oh, bread pudding. Yes, bread pudding, coleslaw. uh, The mac and cheese and a biscuit.
0: That's what I got. Now, here's my little pro tip. The bread pudding is a side. It does not consider it a dessert, but it's basically a dessert. So if you get the dinner and have the three sides, if you get the bread pudding, that can be your dessert. Uh, So I definitely recommend the bread pudding. It was good. And the macaroni and cheese, of course, is good, too.
1: And then Dev got a half rack of, no, she got a full rack of ribs. (laughs) And she took some home, I think. Yeah, she took them home. Big beans, and then uh, what it looks like potato salad, but it's very chunky. Like the potatoes are very large and in charge. And she got mac and cheese, too.
0: We went to the location uh, over in Hunters Creek area off of Osceola Parkway. I thought the location could have been bigger.
1: Well, the problem is is that their patio is so large. Yeah. And here in Florida, we only can sit on the patio for like two months of the whole year because it's so hot here. So probably I would have built out less patio and more indoor space.
0: And everyone knows that you got the chicken tenders.
1: No, I didn't get chicken tenders. I what? got a half of, you know, when they just like roast the chicken, like a little Cornish rotisserie end. chicken. Yeah. Like I got a half rotisserie <laughs> chicken. And then I wanted so they had like cupcakes and stuff for dessert and I really wanted one but they were really big and then I saw like this little baby one and I was like oh let me have that little one and she was like oh it's sugar free is that okay and I was like well well, I just wanted it because it was little (laughs) not because it was sugar free but it was all right it was more like of a muffin texture it was less like like yeah for, uh, it
0: wasn't bad flavor. it wasn't bad for sugar free we all, we all you'd get your fix if you needed that sugar yeah, free yeah. you'd get your fix for sure of the sweetness
1: and she said it was uh the proceeds were going to some kind of charity thing oh, okay. they were doing at the time
0: so here's the thing about four rivers. I have used four rivers for work uh for work events actually twice now, and the thing that I have to say about four rivers is their customer service when they come out to a catering gig is. There's no one that can compete with them. They Their staff is extremely fr- friendly. They are always so organized, so organized. And so I do have to do a shout-out for Four Rivers. I enjoyed my experience there eating their brisket, uh, but I have to say the thing that shines out to me the most in my experience with Four Rivers is their catering. And if you are curious about uh, them catering an event, they don't just have just barbecue stuff um i mean they do more have kind of a southern flair but they have they have a a full variety of like hors d'oeuvres that they can prepare for you uh at our christmas party last year for the company um i had like four different stations and they so were let me, serving let me different ask things you, mm-hmm.
1: when you purchase when you call them up and order like uh, you know give me this 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 and this when they bring it to you, the staff comes along with yes. that price? Yes. And they serve your guests? Yes. Or they just prepare it and then they no.
0: leave? This is a full service catering, so they bring the staff.
1: That's really nice. Yeah. Now, does the pricing reflect that? Of course. Of, course. of course, they build in to yeah. the
0: price. But it's so worth it. I don't think it's crazy expensive. I think it's worth it, especially their service is so worth it. Now, I even hired, hired bartenders from them, but I purchased the booze. Oh. I so they crazy. included... I think for the Christmas party, uh, we had two bars, and they brought four bartenders total. So there was two bartenders at each bar, and then there was uh, pretty much a, not maybe not a person at each food station, but there was enough people to be replenishing those food stations. There was a full crew for Christmas, the Christmas party, okay. and I just have to give them kudos to their leadership there. You know, you're doing a great job with, with hiring and then training and follow through is just really excellent the night of. I don't have to worry about anything with Ford, when it comes to Four Rivers Catering. That's
1: good when you're planning an event. You know, it's one less thing to worry about how to micromanage everything.
0: Yeah. They literally, they come in and do everything.
1: Now the this um this restaurant here is under also like one there's a another restaurant called the Coop right which is owned by the same people and it has actually a lot of the same foods but the Coop is more geared towards chicken. southern like chicken and waffles um breaded chicken
0: and we've been there more frequently than we've been but it's very to it's
1: almost the same like when you go in you they have all the food in front of you and you tell the person like I want this main dish, these sides, right. and they kind of go down the line, like cafeteria style almost.
0: I'm surprised, honestly, that there hasn't been a second coop that's popped yeah. up somewhere.
1: This w- The one that exists now is in Winter Park. And we went a couple times, but I'd really like to go there doing brunch now. We haven't been since they did brunch, I don't think.
0: And then they have, I think the sweet shop is their bakery. Mm-hmm. So anything that's supplied uh, sweet wise is done by their... Uh, f- uh, the sweet shop.
1: Oh, I never knew that, but
0: definitely recommend the restaurant as well as the catering service for sure. Is that it?
1: Yeah, I think that's
0: it. It's a long episode.
1: <laughs> it was all mostly your Vegas. Hoo-ha's. Well, I'm sorry.
0: I talked the whole time.
1: I'm sorry that I don't get to go to Vegas. <coughs> no, I, I was going to go to Vegas initially and we were going to have like a little crossover and we were going to spend the day together. Because I was going to go for, um, right now, eBay Open, their annual conference. It's going on. But I, I just decided not to do it this year. But I, already, I did have the days off from work, and I was going to go. Maybe next year.
0: Maybe next year. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for episode 11 of Orlando Out of Context. Please make sure that you subscribe and listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And make sure you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com.
1: And keep on the lookout for that giveaway.
0: Yeah. Make sure that you look out for the giveaway. Spread the word. By the time this is live, that giveaway post is already gone and going. So you better get over to our Instagram page at of Context and get yourself entered to win those pair of key Australia sunnies. Until next time. Bye. 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 Why is it doing that? Oh, I don't want that on hell, no,
1: what is that a counter? yeah,
0: <laughs> if you're music ah! <laughs> no, ma
1: ready one, two, one, two, three, four, hit it, Pa.
0: I'm glad that I recorded that. <laughs>